Welcome to the MI Baller Podcast. I'm glad you're here. I might be your host, Luke Welchel. There is another host, Dalton Zoll, who may also be your host, and I may be his co-host. Either way, that's really confusing. Um, in making this podcast, we have found out that podcasting isn't as easy as it sounds, and that it can be it can be tough work. But you know what? Side hustles and hard work, that's what we're all about on this show. Uh, you know what else is hard work? Carrying a giant gold chain with your friend that says, am I a baller? When you're wearing that chain, man, it's heavy. Gold is so heavy, and I hate to have to be the guy that's just carrying it around. So, you know, sometimes I get a friend and we carry that gold together. Anyways, this podcast is going to be mostly about basketball because the NBA season's kicking off, and that's all there is worth talking about. But if you're hoping for, like, a really business-heavy one, um, well, we're going to record some more podcasts, and I bet you those will really satisfy your needs. Anyways, here it is, episode one. Everybody listening is a first-time listener. Yeah. And I feel bad because they're like, what do these guys know about business? What do these guys know about basketball? What makes them qualified? Uh, and so, you know, I, I want to take a minute and just share, you know, uh, for, for all for all 10 all 10 of the listeners um, and, and just, you know, to make solid my family proud, you know, a solid half dozen. Yeah. yeah. My wife said she wasn't going to listen. Oh yeah. And I don't see my wife listening to this. And if she does, she won't admit it. And, and we're going to have Zach Ayapa on tonight. That's going to be really great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stay, um, stay around for he's, Zach no, he's, he's coming in. He'll, he'll be on here at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, yes. And uh, we're, he's going to go ahead and give us his hottest takes uh, that he can yeah. come up with right now. You know, um, but I, I'll t- I want to take a minute. I want to share where we're coming from. Uh, you know, I am presently, for the unknown reason, uh, a restaurant owner uh, with my friends. Uh, we also run a coffee shop, uh, work on a lot of music stuff. I work on Miku Club with Elijah. We do a lot of videos and, and content like marketing and, and uh, we, we create a lot of different things. Um, my draw to business is that I just like to do different things all the time. I, I hate to do the same thing every day. Uh, that's just too boring for me. I just I have to switch it up. I have a history in public speaking and church, um, you know, preaching, so forth. And I'm excited about doing this podcast because I feel like I've spent a lot of time uh, sharing with people different different concepts different business ideas people always come and talk to me i think they talk to dalton a lot and they they hit him with business ideas the things that they want to do and uh so we want to talk about that stuff and so we're going to have a lot of guests on that are going to talk about their new business idea or maybe a new hustle they heard about and we want to get into that because we love hustling like we love side jobs we love side projects that's kind of a, a big thing that has brought me and dalton together and uh, kind of makes sense with with our background as far as basketball goes I think we kind of touched on it earlier, but we just don't have enough friends around here that love basketball. And so a lot of times when the Breezy Boys get together, me and Dalton end up just talking about basketball and they just kind of stare at us for a while and they get kind of mad. And so they were like, maybe you guys should talk about basketball on your own podcast. And so here we are. And I will also confess that the other day, I thought a random stranger caught me and Dalton doing basketball moves in the front of the coffee shop. While we were working on footwork, but I found out it was his father-in-law, and I felt a lot better about that. But he did spot us on the other side of the food court, and he said, are you guys practicing basketball? And we are like, uh, yeah. So we <laughs> obviously have a problem. A true story. Yeah, we have a problem. Uh, true story. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty similar to that. Um, yeah, Luke and I, uh, ever since, how long have I known you now? Like, two, Well, I hired years, you at the coffee years. shop because of your defense. Yeah, uh, and that's a true story, and I I should me. break that down real quick. Yeah, so I was playing intramural basketball out at the Christian College, which is really my only experience going there. And uh, some of our friends talked us into it, so we were playing intramural basketball. 
And uh, Dalton had been trying to work at the coffee shop. He was working at a pizza place, and he didn't like that. And uh, he, you know, he wanted to work at the coffee shop, but I had a lot of Christian college kids come work at the coffee shop, and it was pretty hit or miss. Uh, There was a lot of bad and a lot of good, and uh, some of them really needed jobs and some of them didn't. So I kind of had this idea that all the kids there were really rich and that they didn't really want to work. But then uh, I was watching Dalton play basketball when I was scouting the other teams, and he was the only dude on the team playing real defense. Like, he was all up in these people's face, and he has pretty long arms, so he was using his wingspan. And I was like, dude, that dude plays defense. I was like, we got to hire him for sure. And uh, I think I told Ethan, I was like, yeah, tell him to come in, and we'll hire him for sure. And then he came in, and we hired him, and now Ethan's gone. Thank God. (laughs) No, I just kidding, man. Rest in peace, man. I hope you're all right out there. He'll never listen to this. He had some crazy basketball moves, though. Yeah. Kind of had these like sharp elbows and like he kind of played like a bird, like like not Larry Bird, but like a bird, but (laughs) big bird, big bird. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. He he could like kind of shoot, and it was like the way he moved. It was like it was more like a pelican. Like think of the Karate Kid doing the crane kick and like winning the game. That was Ethan playing basketball. Yeah. So he wasn't bogus. Yeah, so so right around that time that uh that we started working together, I guess I, I don't know, I guess I started working for you. Um, you know, we, we just kinda connected. Like that. We both worked yeah, for somebody yeah. else. <laughs> but we were running the show. Yeah. 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 We uh when we worked together at the the old coffee shop, not the one that we uh we currently run, um, you know, we'd always connect. We'd always uh whenever we work together, I remember, you know, we'd just talk about stocks, talk about investing, talk about basketball. Oh man, yeah. Nobody else um, talked about stocks. And that's that's pretty much it. Um, you know, I, I'm one of those people that when I grew up I was always trying to hustle like uh you know, I I walked up and down the block with the mower, you know, that story. The first first time it snowed, um, and everybody's excited that it's a snow day. I'm excited that it's a work day and I'm going to make $20 a driveway or $25. What'd you buy with that money though? Um, I don't, you I don't know it? if I remember. You probably bought candy or shoes. That's what I feel like. I, I think I probably bought shoes. Um, this is, this is like middle school and, and before my high school and before, um, where you bought a rap CD. Yeah. I would, I would buy shoes. I buy, um, video games sometimes. Um, you know, I, I went out a lot. Like I would I would always well, like you go. I'd, I'd always want to go to the McDonald's after Carter's. <laughs> like I'm going to Carter's um, today. You know, like just things like that. Like I probably just blew my money. Yeah. Um, but then I, I like really learned savings. Um, you know, I, I worked a lot. Um, you know, I, I waited after getting my license so I could save up by my car, you know, that, that type of story. Um, and I was always interested in, uh, you know, just working, and I always saw my mom work a lot, and so I, I don't know, I just work a lot. Um, I love to work. You know, I work my my regular nine to five job, and I go to the coffee shop and work, and I try to find out a side hustler. You know, think of ideas. To yeah, work you were gonna with. grow plants recently, like legal, yeah, legal yeah. plants. <laughs> yeah, not not marijuana. I, I had this idea um, to to basically grow plants in my garage. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it though no. because of winter. You don't have to tell the whole idea. It's just. It does show your mentality yeah. that like or like No, so like like my idea was like <laughs> so I'm gonna build a workbench in my garage so I can, you know, store stuff in there, store my tools plants. and stuff. Um, but I thought about growing plants in there and selling them online or selling them to, to people. Because people that buy plants and I love plants. I have a couple house plants and, and all that. Uh, but you can definitely <laughs> You can definitely get them super cheap. Eastside Dalton, man. He it's, made it. He made it. It's my nurturing spirit. <laughs> Eastside uh, Dalton's no. got house plans, I, I have an attic, but it's you can't, like, get to it. You, you have to, like, climb in through, like, the window upstairs. Oh, okay. It's, like, not accessible. That's um, good. Like, everybody you went to school with is growing a different kind of plant. <laughs> and you're like, bro, I got house plants, and they are no, nice. Because, because listen. Because, listen. I don't. Listen, I actually don't even know what kind of plants he means. Like, I think you, he means a specific. Like, no, like if you want to, if you want to, just any plant, like you know, cacti or like uh, vines, ivy, you know, like any house plant that you can think of, uh-huh. you can you can buy seeds. I've grown plants from seeds. Oh my god! Uh, You're talking about the three thousand propagated plants. Yeah, seeds you have. <laughs> I bought a thousand cacti seeds on Amazon right. for like nine dollars. So so we're getting we're getting off we're getting <laughs> off subject, fish. but. It's clear that it's clear that you are a hustler, and even if you work a lot, you think, "Hey, I should grow cacti." Yeah, 
Because I can sell that but stuff I on the internet like nothing. I think through right now because... Because uh, you keep giving away the seeds. No, because... You gave free press like 200. <laughs> Did they grow 200 many. cacti? No, we just came in with <laughs> but yeah, but that no one wants. Has free press grown any of Dalton's oh, cacti? Oh, um, kill every plant. Man, foamed up, we'd have, we'd have grown them for you, buddy. Yeah, you should yeah, bring them I'll, in. I'll bring some in. Up, I, I think I still yeah. have some. Seeds, we get foamed up every day. But yeah, I mean, I'm just... You know, always trying to look for an idea to, to make a, a quick buck or whatever, you know, flipping um, from Facebook Marketplace, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much my story. Yeah. Investing. I've, I've gotten really into investing the last couple of years. Um, and you work, you're really working into, a nine to five now. Working nine to five. I'm really you're into. You're in the insurance industry um, on the day to day. Yeah. Kind of. Insurance. I'm really into retirement accounts right now. That's been my big thing, yeah. you know, like setting myself up for uh for later so i can and and you're working on getting more. your your series license aren't you series seven and uh, you uh i'm I've at least long term something you're trying yeah. to do right right now i'm kind of seeing um you know my job now i recently started a couple months ago so i'm you know just kind of seeing how that that plays out. i've got a couple licensing um done for that so i'm you know just seeing what the pathways open up for that yeah so, so all right, well, let's talk about basketball. I don't know. I don't know how we're qualified. I did play in junior high. I, I played against Sean yeah. Livingston. Um, he played a lot, and I really didn't. But I mean, I was there. Yeah. Uh, oh. I think. Uh, let's go ahead. I mean, let's get into. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about our, our rankings here for the East, the West. Who's going in the playoffs? Who's winning MVP? Who's winning Rookie of the Year? Who's winning Most Improved Player? Who's winning Sixth Man? And uh, and I'm gonna be honest. I, I have this going, new goal. I we're going for the, oh, uh, good. Well, you'll have plenty of time. I only did the you know, if you want me to kind of open and then uh, I can open on the MVP talk. Yeah, but yeah, I got I got some ideas. I'm gonna be honest. I have a real goal now at this podcast, and that real goal is to to be invited to the All Star game. <laughs> uh, I feel like Mi Abolish yeah. should be at the All Star game. Uh, send a Miko Club um, pass. We, we I think our company Miko Club should be at the All Star game. I know uh, we can get into some side issues of why we should be, but we've had some opportunities in basketball, and uh, and I think that we would we would take care of those ballers. You know, we make them look good. We can do some videos. We can do some really sick content, mm-hmm. and uh, we should be at the All Star Game because you need hardworking hustlers like us who are out there trying to do it to come and enjoy uh, the reality of the NBA. Yeah. So I mean, I have a goal. So everybody needs to listen to our hot takes. Get us to the All Star Game. Just start messaging uh, like Adam Silver, Herb Simon. I'm trying to go to the Indy one because it's closer. Chicago will be fine, but I know that's soon. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's let's kick it off. I say we uh I say we start with the East. You know, we just go back and forth oh, with our yeah, ones. Boring our East. Um, we're we're gonna All start right. off with the East. So my number one, and I think it's a clear number one uh, for me. I don't think this is going to change at all, so I break uh, barring any major thing. But I, I have the Milwaukee Bucks locked in, number one. In Milwaukee Bucks, year. number one? I don't know if that's what I have. I'm looking here. No, yeah, I, I don't have that. Ooh. All right, I've got, let's hear it. I've got Philadelphia it. locked in at number Philadelphia. one. Okay. I do think Milwaukee's obviously a solid choice. Um, I, I feel like they didn't really upgrade any. Um, I think I think that's. Am I am I missing somebody though? They they upgraded on. I mean, mean, they lost Brogdon. To be fair, how much? Oh, they did get Kyle Korver. They got Kyle Korver. To put it in perspective, though, like uh, you know, you're talking about oh, this team didn't upgrade that much, but they also had the best record in the NBA last year. So it's like, what to what extent are we classifying up? Yeah, it's tough because we just watched Giannis and, and FIBA ball, and he was good. But he still looks like uh, he still looks like Kawhi left him uh, broken uh, in in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yep. He also, uh, even though I think that Giannis is amazing, and I think that having Corver to space the floor and and everybody else they have, I mean, they have a lot of great three point shooters, Middleton and and Lopez, and I think that's key because you you kind of run the same like LeBron style mm-hmm. offense where you're spacing around um, this one key player. The thing that to me that made Philadelphia number one. Was uh, I felt like they had even upgraded in the Miami Heat trade. I felt like getting Al Horford on the team gave them a real veteran, oh, yeah. and that yeah. he really was an upgrade for him. And even though they did lose a little bit of their bench, I, I really feel like Embiid and Simmons were are just starting to get great. Like last year was a great season oh, for agree. both I of think them. People have been and yeah. Too- 
too high of, of talk on them because I think that uh, sure I think that there's so much more that they're gonna be, and and that's on top of how great they I are. I think Butler being gone gives those guys the ball more, and mm-hmm. I think Tobias Harris takes more initiative, and their starting five is just ridiculous. Yeah, and and I just to me I feel like they have a lot more potential for growth that in oh, the offseason and Bede and Simmons could come yeah. back a lot better, which is crazy to think about. And that that and that as tough as they were against Milwaukee through the season last year and mm-hmm. everything, I felt like Philadelphia was was there. And gotcha. do you have them number two? I have I have Philadelphia my number two and, and I have and Milwaukee number I, two. So I would be surprised if uh uh you know I would put it 95% that Philadelphia or Milwaukee will be in the finals this year. I would be surprised uh, it, if either it one. seems like it seems like that would be true in the East is the East is the easier to predict. It, it, there's the less East risk is, in the it East at this is point. Up this year, but which with is KD crazy being out for yeah, it's like it's still an easy prediction. Most or all, um, I, I think that 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 puts them down. Yeah. Now, now moving into the the middle section, this is where I think the East is uh, most interesting. I have Brooklyn number three. Same. Um, I they were in. I didn't seed. originally. But. They were in eight seed last year. Um, in, were they? Yeah, they snuck in. I didn't. Snuck I felt like they the were like a sixth seed, were but they? they they were the eighth seed. Oh, they were six. They were six. Okay, sorry. sorry. They were. I was um, gonna say. I was like, man, I felt like they played. Uh, so it looks else. like they they had forty two wins. Orlando had forty two wins at the seventh seed, and uh, Detroit got that forty one win. Okay, so it was like the last couple. Yeah, they all had like almost the same record, okay. and Miami could have got yeah, in. My, my mistake. And... So I yeah, I have Brooklyn at three. I think Kyrie is an improvement um, efficiency wise over. Uh, D'Angelo, even though sure. I love D'Angelo and I think he's gonna um, do great. D'Angelo's things. young. He's gonna do great things, but I think Kyrie's gonna be that that guy out there. Um, I think Jared Allen's gonna have a good year. Uh, I think Karis LeVert coming. Uh, you know, we saw flashes of him getting back into the rhythm after that that major injury last year when he came back. Um, and I think he's gonna have a really solid year playing with Kyrie. And I I. You know, I've been saying this for three years now, but you cannot stress how good Spencer Dinwiddie is. That, that you dude can't can, stress it or you can't stress it enough. Can't stress it enough. Because, I mean, we could not stress it. We could just be like, ah, <laughs> oh, Spencer, you're all right. But Like, like if I like run into could, him at the All-Star game, I'm going to be like, you're good. He could be uh, starting yeah. on, on oh, like, half the half the When I get to the league. All-Star game, um, it's going to be sick. But, but the fact that he's coming off the bench and he's happy – in that culture and he he uh buys into what the team buys into you know he's like a six five six six strong point guard smart um i, I had brooklyn they're, they're coming in team. i think i had brooklyn depth. coming in fourth originally by changing the third and i'll go back to what i told you in the off season before all this happened they need a center that's not jared allen who can come in and do some big boy stuff and i think deandre jordan is that center he ain't gonna play yeah jared allen's gonna get a lot of minutes Jordan comes in, you got a high flyer, you got a guy who can play defense, yep. get some blocks. I think they both he, have two great options down low, and most teams I don't think, even have one great I option think that's down a, low. So. That's the thing that it's going to be really hard to drive yeah. on them. Yeah, um, that's what propels them up in, in my mind. Yeah. They also have the best three point shooter in the NBA, Joe Harris, sleeping on that, right? The, the greatest. Uh, the number four, Indiana Pacers. Same, um, I have Pacers as I, well. I think, they're, I think they're a great team, um, I think they have a good culture. And I think Victor Oladipo coming back is going to be huge for them. Yeah, and Brogdon's going to be a huge oh, upgrade yeah. for them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, solid, solid player all the way through. I and Indiana is like such a great place for a for a Malcolm Brogdon a and a Miles Turner. Right yeah, yeah, these guys who are like great, but who don't seem like they need the ego to prove it. Yeah. You know, they can just enjoy playing basketball. And, and uh, they yeah, they, they do they, have a great culture. They work hard and they throw fits. Um, you know, they're, they're a bunch of babies. They were, <laughs> <laughs> they were uh, diaper five, dandies. Five seed last year um, without Oladipo for half the year. Like I think, just yeah. um, I don't know. I think they they have a great coach and I think they have a great culture. I think they're going to be really good. Have you I, seen Oladipo's comedy clips? Those are pretty good. Uh, Ever seen those? Oh, you should check those out. Um, number five, I got Toronto. Um, you got I, Toronto number five. Number five. This is this is where it gets a little nitty gritty. Um, I think Toronto's still a good team without Kawhi, um, especially being in the East. I think they're going to be uh, good enough for. They're still that, stacked. That five. Yeah. They're they, still stacked. OG and Obi's going to get better. Siakam's going to get better. They're yeah. They're a good deep team, um, and really OG and Obi is pretty much young Kawhi 
what Kawhi was when he started off with the Spurs before he developed that three point shot anyway. Yeah, uh, I, I think that I think Toronto is still going to be a great team. I I really like Nick Nurse. They have the um, opportunity next year to blow it up if they don't if they don't like it. So yeah, I I don't I don't have Toronto in number five. I have Boston in at five, okay. um, because I think that Boston. Uh, I think again the same reason with Philadelphia. Their young core is better than they were. They played together this summer. They they've built chemistry. You got Kimba playing mm-hmm. with them. You got. Hayward, who needed the rebound, yeah. uh, could be most improved player this year, honestly, if he yeah. comes back and plays that's, Utah that's style. Fair. That's fair. Um, so I, I got Boston in at the five. And plus, I know that Boston, I watched, you know, the year that Kyrie was injured, those guys those guys stepped up and they played good ball. And now I feel like, okay, Horford left, left the ship. Kyrie left. They got Kimba, who's a gamer and doesn't have the Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. ego. In my mind, I think Kyrie Irving's got the ego. I don't think Kimba walks with the ego. Is is he yeah. is Kimba and like? Yeah, I think Kyrie wants to. be yeah, that dude. Yeah, Kyrie had the pressure. Kimba like, wants to be that too, but uh, not as much pressure on him. Yeah, so I feel like they could really play as a good team, and and it's really tough, honestly, in the middle of the East because I feel yeah. like Brooklyn, Indiana, Boston, Toronto, all these teams yep. could get there. Uh, I actually don't have Toronto in the six, though. I have Detroit in the six, so I okay. still haven't picked Toronto. I, I think Detroit's good, but I have Boston in my six. I think uh, I think uh, four guys playing together this summer in FIBA ball. I think that was good for them. Yeah, I did just say that. Um, I know I'm, I'm I'm going off what you're saying. Uh, I think Kimba Walker is going to be a better fit in Boston than Kyrie was. Um, not as much of a facilitator as Kyrie, but I think uh, Kimba has that mentality. I think uh, they're kind of they're not completely resetting the culture, but they're they're just shifting a little bit to uh, kind of fit in a little bit. I think Jason Tatum's going to have a good year. You know, some people said that he had a sophomore slump. I don't really buy that last year. I think he had a pretty solid um, sophomore season. I think he he's just going to just going to continue to yeah. build on that. He had a good season. It's just Kyrie had the ball. Yeah, you know. Um, I do think that we're going to have a problem if you're just going to always repeat everything I say. Oh, uh, number I, I feel like, number right, seven. Wait, hey, let, uh, let me oh, defend yeah, yeah, Detroit, Detroit real quick. Detroit. Detroit. Uh, he he's moving on on me. Look, he's starting to figure it out. Uh, so number six, Detroit. I got Detroit number six. A little bit of it is wishful thinking because my boy D. Rose went to Detroit, and I want D. Rose to just kill it there. But, but my next thing is that Blake Griffin is like – he's comfortable in Detroit and he's a new player in Detroit mm-hmm. and it's his team. And yeah. I feel like, I feel like there was a little bit of question whether it was his team even going into last year, but now it's not a question. They also picked up my very favorite off season edition and ISO Joe Johnson. They literally have my pick for sixth man of the year. They have Derek Rose coming in who should have won most improved player last year, oh, or at least was one or two with him and Siagam. And I, Honestly, I just think that they've upgraded and they have a better team. They got rid of some pieces. Stanley Johnson wasn't doing crap for him. And they just they've just rearranged. Uh-huh. And I feel like Detroit is ready to get in there and grind it out. And oh, I mean, I not, not to mention that Drummond is like a great big man, underrated. No one even says his name anymore. And uh, I mean he's he's, he's a like great rim protector, board king. Yeah. board king. Yeah, I mean, like he just does it all. So I feel like that's that's my pick for sixth. Oh. I have Toronto at the seven. I feel like we've okay. already covered them, so I'm going to say anything. So who you got there? Uh, seven. Uh, I have Detroit. A All lot right. of the same reasons. Yeah, but but one of my big reasons uh, to go with Detroit, besides the addition of Derrick Rose, and I think that he's going to put in some good minutes. I think he's uh, really maturing his game right now. Uh, but I think we saw the best Blake Griffin last year that we had seen in Blake Griffin's career. And I think just him building on that, um, I think Dwayne Casey's still a great coach. I think they have a, a good – like hard nose culture. I think the the grind. I love doing the Casey. grind culture of Detroit's back because uh, they have something that they feel like is tangible um, and worthwhile. And I think uh, Detroit's going to be that that team just uh, just like Indiana and in the East. I think they're going to be that team that uh, you know you really have to. You know what they could do to really upgrade them? Carmelo Anthony. That's what they need. <laughs> Dude, Carmelo, Carmelo would be sick in Detroit. Carmelo would be sick on 30 teams in the league. Oh, hey, now, now we're talking. Wait till you guys hear the bonus episode. I'm not sure he was saying this. A quick timeout, uh, just just a 20-second timeout. 
Um, Elijah, our spiritual director, has gotten really bored. He laid down a second ago. I thought he was going to do sit-ups. And I thought, oh, all the sports talks really inspired him. <laughs> but what he is actually doing is he's decided to read a book uh, while we talk about sports and while he records. Because being a recording engineer is really the easiest job that sounds the hardest. <laughs> so uh, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at you, Matt Gorley, and anybody else out there. Uh, is that that Malcolm Gadwell book? Yeah, yeah that's cool, man. Uh, I like to call him Gadwell. Yeah, um, I actually don't like L's in the middle of words. Mm. So like even my last name, I pronounce it Weckl. Uh, so, so anyway, uh, we got to get back on the court. Yeah. Uh, L's at the beginning are fine. Okay. I said in the middle of words. Why are you yeah. taking away my L? My dad gave it to me. I was supposed um, to be number eight. That's was. messed up, man. I almost made an Abishai Elijah, but you were already Elijah, so it's kind of messed up. Number eight. This is this is uh number eight. My, this is for all the marbles. Opinions. Number eight. We're gonna have the same team at number eight. I I, I bet we do. Um, and there's there's one reason why I'm putting this number eight in here, and there's one reason um, in specific. And I don't think that. Jimmy Butler will miss a playoff. Yeah, I don't either. So uh, Miami I, number eight. I they actually Miami have a good team eight. too. They, they Bam good and, team. and uh, Tyler Hero's a great. They have a good team. I just I don't buy it that Jimmy Butler is going to be the yeah. guy that misses the playoff. He he has that mentality that uh, you know he brought the Timberwolves to the playoffs. Jimmy Butler not only could come in with the eighth seed. But he could be the AC going against number one seed Philadelphia. I think he could and push the seven. You know games how you know how his revenge factor works. He, He'd be like, "Go out there, get me. You can get you anybody you want, and I'll take anybody you want me to have on my team, and we will beat Jimmy you." Jimmy Butler is a dog yeah. in the league. Yeah, he's. If after you had him. a team of like Jimmy Butler, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, like that's the team. Yeah, right that's there. the team. That's my favorite. Uh, but favorite yeah, I, I of think basketball. the the sole reason. Uh, Miami's in the playoff. Not the sole reason. They have a good team. Solid uh, solid team. Eric Spolstra is a yeah, great coach. Awesome. Great culture. Uh, but I think Jimmy Butler coming in there. And the only reason I have him at eight is uh, I just think the East is, is tougher. Mm. Uh, I think they're going to have a tough uh, go at it throughout the whole season. A lot of teams what's also East. What's also tough, though, here is that the bottom of the East is actually the maybe the hardest to figure out. So where the top of the mm-hmm. East is the easiest – the bottom is really tough. Like those yeah. last three spots, they, I mean, the, yeah. last year it was all the way to the end of the season before 42, they were there. Forty-two like, and forty-one. Yeah, like this is the side at the Charlotte end. Charlotte came in thirty-nine wins. And I think the Bulls come in stronger wins. and could be looking to steal that eighth seed. I think uh, I actually don't think that Charlotte. I mean, Charlotte could end up having a good year. Like it's hard yeah. to know. I think the Charlotte Knicks actually picked up wins. enough guys yep. that they could make a run for the eighth seed. I don't think they will because they they're destined I don't buy to that suck. The wins or that the but, Knicks get more than 35, 40 wins. But I think um, you know Bradley Beal might might steal a couple wins. Um, I think the Atlanta Hawks and the Bulls are the Atlanta be the two Hawks. Teams yeah, that, are really that really yeah. mess things up there. And I think yeah. either one could sneak in there. I think the Bulls probably more so than the Hawks are are ready to get an eight seed. Even though the Hawks, man, they really could. I mean, they're, you think about good. how good Sacramento was yeah. last year, and the Hawks could come in that I good in the East. I can't believe that Sacramento you know? missed the playoffs last year. Yeah, and and that's. That's where we're moving into. That the takes West. us right into the West. Um, in in the West, man, this was hard. This this was hard. Um, sort of, and it was it was the bottom of the West, and it's because. Um, well, let's what, start. Hey, let's start with the bottom of the West. 15, 15 teams in the West, and I could see twelve teams making it into the playoffs. Like, you know, that's. Now let's start at the top. It started. We both have the same pick at the top. Okay. It sounds like we both picked Houston. I'm actually upset that Boston or Houston are even in the playoffs on my list because I like to pick with my heart. Yeah. <laughs> but my heart is torn now with Houston because Russ is my favorite player. He'll forever be my favorite player in, in, in this modern NBA. And seeing him in Houston, I want them to win because I want Westbrook to win. But I've hated and rooted against James Harden like Skip Bayless hates Kawhi Leonard. I have come in hard on Harden mm-hmm. every time and – now I feel like I gotta be a fan, so this I might is, I might put on a Rockets hot hat. Of all of our NBAs, that uh, we both don't like. James we Harden. both hate James Harden. I mean, he's trash, <laughs> and I don't. The way like he Tony. scores is trash. Yeah, D'Antoni's uh, trash. I used to like the Rockets until uh, D'Antoni came in because the Rockets used to be dope. Man, they had Yao Ming, they had Hakeem, yeah, they had Hakeem, they had T Mac, like. Yeah. They were they were dope. It it's just like um, D'Antoni. D'Antoni to me is a destined loser. He's he's always a top team. Like his teams uh-huh. are good, 
but he can't win in the playoffs. And uh, it's it's hard to imagine. Yeah. But, but I, Houston, said, we, we yeah. both have them at one. And I think they're I a think top three Houston team for sure. And, and they probably gets the number two or three record in the league this year. Yeah, I think um, so too. I, and I, I think they're going to have a good season. We'll see how they go with the playoffs. But I, Westbrook makes him better because he can oh, explode he, to the hoop. I think they're and so you have to double too. team Westbrook, and you didn't have to double team Chris Paul, no matter how smart he was. I think the chemistry is going to be yeah, the chemistry is going to be way better. better with uh, with Russ, and I think that's why they, you know, I think they could push for sixty wins. And the fashion level is Houston's <laughs> fashion level is up here. I literally in my dreams, I could wake up and dress like Westbrook and still be cool, yeah. but I can't. Uh, but if I could, that would honestly, God, if you hear my prayer, mm. that's where I'm at. Uh, I got number two. I got Denver Ooh. at number two. I was wondering where you're going to be. I, I thought Denver would be up there. They were number two Let, last let's hear, let's year. Hear, let's hear it. The, the reason I have Denver number two is because, again, like Philadelphia, they're a team uh-huh. of young players who are only uh-huh. getting better. And uh, and they were so good last year that in a stacked West they still came out number two, yep. and they played they played big big boy ball. I mean they were ballers last year, and I feel like that team has chemistry. I feel like uh, they're coached well, and I feel like they're going to come in hard. And I feel like they actually have some some pieces that could really step up. Like uh, if Michael Porter comes back mm-hmm. from injury, like I feel like they've got some like deep bench guys. Yeah. The, um, and less they, less ego, the deepest, you know. Deepest teams. Um, yeah, there's there's Denver's not a lot of ego great. in Denver. They're out to win, um, you know. And and I got a spot for Denver, but it's not number two. <laughs> you got a spot number two me. is a is a spot dear to my heart. Yeah, I knew who you were gonna have. Number uh, two. A spot dear to my heart. I put them at the eighth seed. And it's Portland. It's the Portland Trailblazers. Um, and and honestly, I think they're they're probably a top five team to win the championship this year. Um, I think their chemistry is great. I think the fact that they have like four good big men in in the modern NBA. You know, I'm I'm throwing Pau Gasol in there, and I think Pau Gasol okay, is gonna yeah, be yeah. gonna be solid in there. I'll um, never throw shade he's at Pau. You know, he's gonna throw in some great like chemistry, some great um, mentoring, to and some great guys. Spanish, and some great Spanish. He's very good. But at the fact that Spanish. they have like four solid big men in the modern NBA, I think that's gonna gonna be complicated for but we all know so, the real x factor is dame is is yeah. dame lillard and but i think white side could favorite. make them better and i think cj's a great a great baller cj's a baller um i think mo harkless is gonna be good i think nurk nurkic uh coming back is gonna be great um i think they just the have thing a really about cj team. is he's kind of boring though you think oh my goodness cj is the greatest yeah. and especially how much uh of his podcast shout out to cj mccollum if you ever want to come on our podcast we would certainly do an episode or if you can just get us in the all-star game i'll, I'll quit uh, throwing shade at you because I mean, you're just kind of I, like I water cj you're refreshing but you're also boring and i'm a coffee guy but i would i would put portland uh you know i, I think portland could hit 55 56 wins this year they had 53 so last I, year i don't i don't believe in portland um, not not because I actually have any beef with them. I actually love uh, the way Dame and CJ play. I'm actually a fan of Hassan Whiteside, so I'm excited about him being there. I'm a big fan of their um, chemistry. I think that's the big. Yeah, thing. they they have great chemistry and a lot they of have the league shook uh, up, good team. But, uh, I'm not I'm not a big uh, Nurkic guy, but it's mostly because he just frustrates my favorite players, uh, and because he he talks a lot of trash, but he has that face you want to punch. Yeah. So it's like, uh, but the Bosnian bear. Wow, that doesn't seem like... That's a dope nickname. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that is a dope nickname. Uh, um, but the reason I don't have them up there is because I, I feel like Portland has this thing where they they lack consistency, and they'll come in great. They'll get great seeding. They'll get they'll, a lot of wins. Always make the next year, the they'll, they'll come though. in at the sixth or seventh seed, and they won't play as well. I know that they're serious. I know they're resting. I know they're working hard. I know that they want to, uh, they want to get there. I just don't see them get, coming in and pulling off a number two seed in, in there, the West. There's a type of there's a type of team that uh you know you have to love the fact that uh, two guys are gonna stay together for so long and you have to I I still believe that Dame and CJ are gonna win a championship. I think they're gonna be like uh you know how the Pistons come in and win one championship or or something like that. You know the Magic go to the the finals for one year. I think Portland has that type of like. There's something to be said 
about a team that is consistently great, consistently putting up 50 wins, even if they don't win a championship, that's a great yeah, era. I just, I don't see, ball. I don't see the gold that even that Pistons team that is the weakest winner of the finals, they still had like every piece was a great role player. And, uh, and even though they had no stars, they had great role players. They were much more like, um, like Denver, even though Jokic has become sort of a star, but I feel like they all play like role players. Uh, Portland, I, I do think Portland's good. I think they're missing a piece to win. I think that they need, they need something oh, no, else I, to win. I, I but. think I think Portland's one of those where uh, they're all there. There's not much more that they can do to improve, in my opinion. Um, you know, obviously there's always something to improve on, but I think they're one of those teams that uh, the dominoes just have to. I fall. mean, if you got to win 55 or 60 games, then yeah, they got about 22 games of improving they could do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so for sure, I, I also I also just want to say that that. In the storied history of teams that played hard together and ended up winning the championship, that storied history is very small. And mostly you get a lot of Seattle Sonics and Utah Jazz and uh, teams that, that made it to there, the the Los Angeles Clippers, uh, uh, who have a way of getting to where they're trying to go or getting close but can't pull it off, or even the Thunder, who stuck it out for years with superstars and only had one finals berth. You know, I feel like I feel like it's so hard to get to the finals and Portland has a lot of pieces, and if luck and everything just falls into place, those pieces could I, win. I think, they're, I think but they're just a couple. I think they just need the dominoes. To they're fall just one Carmelo away. No, uh, they're, they're okay. I take it back. Twenty nine teams. Twenty nine teams. If if uh, if Whiteside is great, then it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, if we can, I'll make this into a Portland Trailblazers fan podcast. Now, let's move on to number three. And, uh, yeah, I put this in because I still think uh, one of the greatest teams oh, of our time. Have, how could you have anybody and, else at number three? And right I, I know who you who you probably have at number three, but I have the Golden State Warriors. I think the Golden State Warriors is a good I pick. I think they're a great team. I still. do not have them at number three. Um, the Golden State Warriors, I do – Actually, I have them further down the list than you'll expect. Uh, number three, I have the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. You thought I was going to say that's the Lakers, fair. but that's the Clippers are stacked, and the, Doc the Rivers is their coach. The and Clippers aren't as deep as they, as they once were. I though. thought that, but then I looked at the roster they're again, great. and I was like, wait, what? And they're all dogs, and Doc Rivers is one of the greatest coaches. They have they actually have a deep bench, too, and you still have the, the six-man of the year, Lou Williams, coming off the bench. Yeah, that's true. So when you sit Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, you're going to have Lou Williams, man. You still got, they still got a Landry Shamit, and yep. Uh, yep. and you got you got Beverly, and it's just they're just stifling as, as, a, as a team. Uh, it's hard to imagine that a team with that much defense doesn't do oh, well. I, I agree. And I, it, I agree. with Kawhi being as good as he is and going – last year Kawhi went to a team he never played for, his system he never played, a coach he didn't know, and he took that team to the finals it, it, with a bunch of young guys and two talent, vets. And he will know? never get the, the complete recognition that he deserves because he, he does great during the regular season, but he's not going to win the scoring championship. Yeah, he yeah. should win. He, he gets a lot a of recognition, five. though. He he does get a lot of recognition, but the fact is that he's he's a playoff guy. Like he cares about winning. Sure. And uh, he doesn't care about the regular season if he can pa- if he can pace himself, knowing that injuries are a concern. I also come out. In the playoffs, I also think though that that Kawhi Leonard's playing with Paul George, and that Paul George is the best player Kawhi's played with since Tim Duncan. And Kyle Lowry was great. Marcus Saul was great, but but they're both aged. Mm-hmm. They're both vets. They've been around a while. George was in his prime, had the best player efficiency rating last year. Uh, was in the MVP running until he hurt his shoulder. I mean, we're literally talking two just ridiculous yeah. defensive stars who can shoot mm-hmm. threes and, the best and play everywhere. Wings. And yeah, and then you've yeah. got you've got Beverly out there. And you've got uh, just you got some guys that yep. work, and you got a score in Lou Williams. Yeah. So if everything's not working, you have a backup plan. Where like with the Raptors, they would come in with, with uh, you know Norman Powell or uh-huh. uh, uh, Fred Van Vliet, and those guys are great, but they're not Lou Williams, you yeah. know. Yeah. So like to me, Clippers number three off Doc's experience of coaching and the fact that Kawhi doesn't need a year to figure it out. He's already proven he can go to whatever team and make that team a winner. Uh-huh. So it's and that's, that's and fair. he's a LeBron killer, you know. So 
I'm sticking with the Golden State. I still think uh, Steph Curry's the the top point guard in the league right now. Steph is great. I think he's the greatest shooter of all time. Steph is great. I'll get I to Golden D'Angelo's State. I think D'Angelo is going to be great because I think both D'Angelo and Steph are so good without the ball. You're really and just I repeating all the stuff I said before we started recording. The, oh, my gosh. We didn't even talk about this before. Uh, let the record stay. Uh, are we think, in court? I think I'm need Steph my no, and D'Angelo without the ball uh, are both so good. I think Clay Thompson, you know, he has that timeline of possibly being back after the All-Star break to help them in that final push. I think they're a great team. Um, I think Steve Kerr is a, a great coach. I think they have a great culture, and I think they uh, they Don't they teach you anything about idolatry in Christian college? Uh, actually, no, we skipped over those lectures. Oh, yeah. Uh, number four, though, we'll we'll bring it back to the Clippers. I got the Clippers in that number Clippers four. Number four. A lot of the same reasons. Um, I think Paul George and uh, and quite in an era where we have the greatest wing players, some of the greatest wing players that we've ever had. You know, barring KD being out this this season, uh, the fact that the two best defensive wing players are uh, playing. You know, well, I, I want to see the Lakers Clippers. I want to see LeBron. Oh yeah. You know, having a it's going not to be getting a break over either one because sure. one of those guys are going to be on LeBron all game. Like, you know, that's that's going to be great. It's going to be a great yeah. matchup. Yeah, and I'm sure LeBron's looking forward to it. You know, I don't think yeah. that no, I, LeBron I think, at this yeah. point in his career is like, oh, okay. I don't think he's – I think he's thinking, oh, I beat Paul George quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's bring it back. Bring to him right on back, you know. I, I watched highlights of uh, LeBron earlier when he – when he wore that black face mask after he broke his nose in Miami, whoo! Yeah, he was. That was peak LeBron almost. Yeah, it was, but he didn't like that the was mask. And yeah, number four, I have your boys. I got Portland coming in at number four. That's fair. Um, That's fair. I felt like it could go either way, but I felt like with them having all their pieces and mm-hmm. the rest that they were taking, and, and I know they're putting in the work to get better as a and team. And Terry Stotts is a great coach. Yeah, I, I definitely feel Portland yeah. at four. Uh, number five, I have the Golden State Warriors. Uh, my main reason is Steph Curry. I think he's uh, he's on a revenge uh, tear. Mm-hmm. I think he's looking to show people, hey, uh, I played my role and KD was here, but remember, I'm the two-time MVP before that. Uh, and he and could, I think he he's going to ball it up. He could have won know? an MVP legitimately with the numbers. Every year up. in the when, last five years, honestly, When KD, the yep. first season that KD was on the team, but because he had the other superstar people, didn't want to give him the MVP, but I and, mean – and I think that I think right. that D'Angelo is going to be great there. I think that uh, you know Draymond is still running the offense. I think Draymond is actually the only injury that would really hurt Golden State. Even Clay out, I think Draymond's the only injury that really Draymond, hurts him. Draymond's like because glue. he is the glue, and uh, Steph is going to be killer this year. And honestly, I think that Steph Curry is just better at being the underdog. Like I think it helped to have KD there as they were uh-huh. this juggernaut because it, it put a face to the juggernaut. It put a, a villain because KD's kind of got a villainous thing, yeah. and uh, and and they got that they yeah. got that rep. I think but I think Steph the Steph Curry's like Splash Bros. Yeah, he I, wants I to be Splash that. Bros. Yeah. Underdog, yeah. and I think he's going to play better. Plus, I mean, I, I think yeah. he's just out for blood. I think they're um, great. I got uh, the number five, and uh, I got Utah. I think they made a lot of good improvements. Yeah, Utah five. Um, I think they're a great team. They're well, they only seed. made one good, really great improvement. Five seed last season. Is Mike Conley is the only yeah. real improvement in Utah, but, but that's a pretty big so one. Deep, yeah, yeah. What the most underrated improvement of the offseason? Mike Conley comes to Utah. Yeah, I think I can't believe you don't have Phoenix it, at five. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I think the fact that uh, you know, and this is the big thing that Utah, Portland, and Denver have going for them is chemistry. You know, they're smaller markets. Um, they're not going to get the the huge free agents all the time. But the fact that their teams stay together, they know their culture, they know what they're about. Um, I think that's one of the big factors. And I think Utah's going to grind it out. I think some of that uh, pressure is going to be off Donovan Mitchell. I think last year he felt a lot of that burden of carrying the offensive load, and he uh, learned a lot on how to how to defer that, how to uh, work through that. Um, I think he's going to have a great third year. I'm going to be uh, really interested to see, you know, best third season between him and uh, Jason Tatum, I think. That'll be a great I, matchup. I think I think the Utah. I don't have them at the five. I, I don't see them actually coming in as high as they did last year. I think the balance of power in the West pushes them down uh-huh. some. They don't they don't have as many easy games. Uh, I think a lot of the teams that were even easy. I think mm-hmm. Dallas was easy last year. I think they're going to be tougher. 
Um, I, I think that I think, that, I think the Phoenix will actually them. be a little tougher. I think Sacramento is going to be tougher. I think a lot of the Memphis lot of the is going to be tough. Have in the playoffs are going to be yeah. the teams that decide. New Orleans is going to run you all day, all day, even yep. if they're you know it, yeah, bottom yeah. team. So I, I think that Utah slips down the down the list in, in mine. Um, in number that was number five because yep. I had Golden State. So. On number six, I got uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. I got the Los Angeles Lakers um, again. I think that's yeah. the first one that we've uh, agreed on. Houston, oh, Indiana. And, well, we've agreed on Houston and the Lakers in 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 the West. In Indiana, we agreed on Indiana and Brooklyn, and Miami um, in in the East. Okay, so, yeah, so, so we're not too far off. Yeah. I think the Lakers. Um, I, I would put them. You know, that five or four seed, uh, push them up. But I think they're they're gonna have a little bit of time to adjust. I think that's one thing that I've noticed over LeBron's career, that first season playing with LeBron, everybody, you know, it's such a big adjustment. He's such a superstar. He has his culture. Like, he commands so much, and I think he's so great. Um, you know, we saw when he went to Cleveland, um, when he returned to Cleveland, we saw even that first season in Miami, you know, trying to work it all together. Um, we saw it in, in Los Angeles, like, uh, last year, of course. Um, I think they're going to figure it out. They're going to be okay. They're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, but I think that's why they you know, moved down to that stasis. They're going to lose some games early on, you know, just figuring it out. I don't think it's because, to me, I don't have them in six for that reason. I think that, they, they, I think that they're going to load management LeBron a lot. That's why mm-hmm. I have them at the six. I think that LeBron, at this point, doesn't care where he comes into the playoffs at. It's a hard road, and he is ready for it either way. Whether he's the number one seed He's yeah. going to be playing an eighth seed that's tough. If he's, you know, they're all coming for him. If he's the sixth seed, he's going to be playing a third seed that's tough. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. He still has to win 12 games, yep. you know, to get there. And I think, I think, and LeBron... I think, I think he doesn't care. And I think that everybody in that team has the experience to know that it doesn't matter. But I also think that Frank Vogel is going to make the Lakers a defensive team. They haven't been that for a long time. I think Davis is saying, hey, I want to be defensive player of the year. I think we is all a great want sign. Anthony Davis to be that top five player that we, we think that he is. And, and I think he will be. I think playing with LeBron and Rondo – and the floor spacers they have with Danny yep. Green and That's one and thing, uh, yeah. and yeah. all like they they basically got such a deep bench all mm-hmm. of a sudden that they're like a pretty tough team. They they're gonna be great. And I think that I think the days they lose are the days that Rondo and and Braun take the night off. I think AD is gonna get load management a little bit since he's never played a full season eighty two games. I think they're gonna play it safe, mm-hmm. try to slide into the playoffs and have a bunch of rested guys. You don't want to do what Portland did last year where your guys worked like dogs all year to get there and then they were tired, yep. you know? You don't want to be in that spot and you look at Golden State, they win, load management. You look at Toronto, they win, yep. load management. There's no yep. way that 34, 35-year-old LeBron season. isn't taking some nights off. It's a long off. season. Yeah. I think LeBron still thinks he can get another championship out of his career. And, uh, I, you know, I'd be a little surprised if he doesn't. I think yeah. he can win one in L.A. So. I think he's winning one he's, in L.A. He's not the greatest Laker ever. Um, he never will if, be because Kobe Bryant of Kobe played Bryant, in Los Angeles. I, I do think that uh, if I, uh, you know, my, I, pick, I like my pick to win the championship is still the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm following okay. this team. I believe in this team. I think that Dwight yeah. Howard could actually be a X factor on this team, yeah. and I'm I'm in on it. Yeah, we'll you know? we'll get into our uh, our top five picks to win the. Uh, I don't have four other picks. <laughs> I have one pick. He's the Los Angeles Lakers. I I did you know I felt like the Raptors would get there last year, and I I do think that in the finals I do think that it could very well be Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee will make it to the finals in the East. Uh-huh. I believe it's going to be a Lakers-Bucks finals. That's what I believe. I think yeah. Giannis versus Braun, just like last year's All-Star if, game. If Lakers know. make it to the finals um, just because of, uh, you know, I think that it could come down to, to Portland, Golden State, or the Clippers. Um, namely, Clippers or, or Portland in uh, the finals versus the Lakers, Clippers, yeah, Western Finals, but, but again, again, uh, I think LeBron, dope. LeBron, he's faced Paul George before, he's faced Doc before yeah. too, <laughs> and he used to not have a lot of success with him, but suddenly everything changed yeah. and he started beating Doc, uh, l- listen, you know, and Rondo Lakers, knows everything, Doc, Lakers, knows Clippers, everything. Western Finals would be the greatest. Well, yeah, thing it would in be, the it would be the greatest thing, and that's uh, no. what we all want to see. I want to see that. Uh, also, the Lakers got Jason Kidd running on that team, too. Yeah. Man, it's ridiculous. What a stacked team. Number seven. This one hurt a little because I really like them, but it's the Denver Nuggets. I got them in that seven. Denver at seven? They were a number Low. two seed last year. I know, and that's why I, I hate it. I thought maybe you just left them off your list like 
just being boo-boo. Um, no, I, I think they're a really great team. Um, I think they're really great, and that's why it sucks to put them at seven. But I think the superstardom in the West is that it's just going to knock them off. You know, the West is such a tight, like, five-game differential. Like, let's look at this. Golden State, 57 wins, first seed. In the number two, the Denver Nuggets, 54 53, 53, 50, 49, 48, 48. Like, there's yeah. a five-game, six-game differential between the number two seed and the number eight seed sure. last year in the playoffs. And I, that's the only reason I have the Nuggets coming in at seven. I think they're going to be a playoff team. Um, but I think, you know, we see how one or two games in the West uh, just sure. drops you six spots. Well, I got Utah at number seven uh, for the same pretty yep. much reason. Um, number eight, number this eight. is an interesting one. I have a clear pick for number eight. It's not OKC anymore, and no. I don't I don't know if it's... Uh, My pick's San Antonio. Is that what you have? No, no. And, we'll see. My and, pick's San Antonio because they've not missed yeah, the playoffs I know. in my remembrance. I know. My memory, I can't remember San Antonio not making the playoffs. They they literally haven't and, in like, uh, since I was like... Since you were born, just barely out the womb. Yeah. So, uh, um, like, they, I think there's yeah. a lot of other contenders for that eighth spot, and I think San Antonio could even end up in a fifth or sixth spot. Uh-huh. And one of my other guys gets knocked off. Yeah. But I don't see San Antonio not in the playoffs if yeah. I have to gamble and that, on that's it. That's what we said last year and the year before too. And then and we're the, right every yeah. year. <laughs> it's uh, like it's like Tom Brady or Floyd Mayweather. And, and like, this is, this I know is, that's gonna happen. This you know? eight seed. Uh, you know, kind of tossed up. I had three teams here that I wanted to put in. San Antonio, the Sacramento Kings, and the team that I put in at eight, the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I think all three of them could make that eight seed. I mean, um, New Orleans could make the eight I, seed. I think New Orleans can too. The only reason I, I um, put them, yeah, so out of those four teams, the only reason I left New Orleans out is, uh, uh, you know, they're younger. They're, they're trying to build that culture and that chemistry. Um and and again, you know, couple couple wins, couple losses decides a lot in the in the West. In um, Dallas, you know, I think Dallas has the biggest potential to miss and disappoint, but I also think they have a lot of upside this year. I think yeah. Luka Doncic is great. I think um, seeing Kristaps come in will be really interesting. You know, they have Dwight Powell. You know, they they got Seth Curry back. I think they're they're yeah. Good I mean, team. I think Dallas would be good. I know, I know they you're do. rooting for Dallas because you're really rooting for Mark Cuban because this is a business <laughs> and basketball podcast, yeah. and Mark Cuban's a baller. But um, you know, I just yeah, I don't know. I don't see San Antonio missing the playoffs. Uh, I do fair. think that it's basketball fair. in uh, in in Texas is going to be real good this year. Am I Baller is brought to you by Baristi Boys. They did make a lot of coffee, and now they're making a lot of podcasts. But I guess we're still making a lot of coffee. It's also a joint effort by Miko Club and the spiritual director himself, Mr. Elijah Settles. We're sorry we ran out of time to have Zach Hayapa on tonight, but I'm sure we'll be able to get him on next episode. In recording this episode, we tried to make some ads, but we didn't do a very good job. We kind of got silly, kind of got crazy, and we just didn't really, uh, we didn't really do a professional side hustle on those ads. But if somebody's out there that would like to advertise with us, we would love to read some ads for you and do a really good job. I'll tell you who we'd really like to read an ad for, that Michael Jordan. If we could read ads for him, maybe get some sort of endorsement deal, that would be great. Anyway, if anybody knows Michael Jordan, just uh, put a word out for him. Tell him the Breezy Boys that, uh, that we really know what's up. All right. Thanks for listening. I had this dream the other night that you were in it and that we were doing business.